While we've all been concentrating on COVID-19 and the experimental genocidal kill as many as you can and injure the rest of the world COVID-19 jab, other evil things have been happening elsewhere in the world. Big Pharma, the international pharmaceutical industry, never sleeps and is always desperate to prove that when it comes to crookedness and death, they can defeat the Colombian drug cartel any day of the week. Many people still think that the tobacco companies, the arms dealers and the banks are the worst examples of capitalism. Wrong, wrong, wrong and wrong again. The drug companies are the worst. And there's no sign of the evil coming to an end anytime soon. Listen to this. If you're suffering from low blood pressure and want to feel the blood surging through your body at increased pressure, this will help. The World Health Organization has just recommended that a malaria vaccine developed by GlaxoSmithKline should be widely used on children in Africa and other parts of the world. The drug was created in 1987 and in October 2019 a paper in the journal Human Vaccines and Immunotherapeutics reported that the first generation vaccine demonstrated modest efficacy against malaria illness. According to the Financial Times, the drug, called Mosquirix, was being used in experimental pilot studies and more than 800,000 children in Ghana, Kenya and Malawi had been given it. That's some test, 800,000. They then decided to extend the test. According to the World Health Organization, around 2.3 million doses have so far been given. So, let's get this straight. They vaccinated 800,000 children with this malaria vaccine as a test. I wonder how many of those children knew they were taking part in a huge trial. My guess would be none. And now, after giving it to all those children, the World Health Organization has recommended that the malaria vaccine be widely used in sub-Saharan Africa and other regions at risk. I wonder if anyone at the World Health Organization knows that back in November 2019, a headline in the journal Science read, quotes, first malaria vaccine rolled out in Africa despite limited efficacy and nagging safety concerns, close quotes. So what are those safety concerns? Well, according to the report in Science, that's the name of the magazine, children who received Mosquirix had a risk of meningitis 10 times higher than those who received a control vaccine. I don't know what the control vaccine was. And here's another little problem that was mentioned in a paper in Human Vaccines and Immunotherapeutics, which I found in the United States National Library of Medicine at the National Institutes of Health. They report that, open quotes, vaccination is expected to lead to a later increase, increased risk of malaria in older children. They went on to say that after five years, vaccinated children suffered increased risk of clinical malaria compared to controls. And then added, I love this bit, and then added, open quotes, this reversal in malarial risk may be viewed as a disadvantage. And then the World Health Organization decided to give the vaccine, which was 
partly funded by an organisation called... Yes, you've guessed it, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, to hundreds of thousands of children to see what happened. If Gates is involved, you know it's rotten to the core. According to the European Medicines Agency, the most severe side effect reported with Mosky Ricks was febrile seizures, fits with a fever, which occurred in one in a thousand children. Fits and fevers are not what you want with a vaccine. Not a good sign. The most common side effects were fever, which affected about one child in four, irritability, pain and swelling. For completeness, let me remind you about GlaxoSmithKline, which made, or makes, this vaccine, known to its enemies as GSK. The following is taken from my free book, COVID-19 Exposing the Lies, which is available from VernonColeman.com and VernonColeman.org. You can download it entirely free of charge. Open quotes. GSK is one of the world's biggest pharmaceutical companies. It's one of the top-earning vaccine companies in the world. Take a look at its track record. In 2006, GSK paid out $160 million for claims made by patients who had become addicts. In 2009, GSK paid out $2.5 million to the family of a three-year-old born with severe heart malformations. And in Canada, a five-year-old girl died five days after an H1N1 flu shot and her parents sued GSK for $4.2 million. The parents' lawyer alleged that the drug was brought out quickly and without proper testing as the federal government exerted intense pressure on Canadians to get immunised. In 2010, GSK paid out $1.14 billion with a B because of claims over a drug called Paxil and they settled lawsuits over a drug called Avandia for $500 million. In 2011, GSK paid $250 million to settle 5,500 death and injury claims and set aside $6.4 billion, that's billion with a B again, for future lawsuits and settlements in respect of the drug of Andia. In 2012, GSK pleaded guilty to federal criminal offences, including misbranding of two antidepressants and failure to report safety data about a drug for diabetes to the FDA in America. The company admitted to illegally promoting Paxil for the treatment of depression in children and agreed to pay a fine of three billion with a B dollars. That was the largest healthcare fraud settlement in US history. GSK also reached a related civil settlement with the US Justice Department. The three billion dollar fine also included the civil penalties for improper marketing of half a dozen other drugs. In 2014, GSK was fined $490 million by China after a Chinese court found it guilty of bribery. The court gave GSK's former head of Chinese operations a suspended prison sentence and gave suspended prison sentences to other executives too. In 2016, GSK paid out $6.2 million in Canada. Dollars. In Canada, you may begin to notice some sort of pattern here. In 2017, GSK was ordered to pay $3 million to a widow. In 2018, GSK fated, faced 445 lawsuits over a drug called Zofran. There are a couple of other things you should know about GSK. 
First, in 2010, there were reports of narcolepsy occurring in Sweden and Finland among children who had the H1N1 swine flu vaccine. It's reported that not all the safety problems were made public. I've seen a report that by December 2009, for each 1 million doses of the vaccine given, about 76 cases of serious adverse events were reported, though this was not made public. A paper published in the British Medical Journal in 2018 reported that GSK had commented that, open quotes, further research is needed to confirm what role pandemics may have played in the development of narcolepsy among those involved, close quotes. The writer of the BMJ article commented, open quotes, now eight years after the outbreak, new information is emerging from one of the lawsuits that, months before the narcolepsy cases were reported, the manufacturer and public health officials were aware of other serious adverse events logged in relation to pandemics. Close quotes. If GSK were a car company, would anyone buy a car they made? If the World Health Organization consisted of elected employees, would anyone vote for them? Daft question. We both know the answers. The fact is that GSK seems to me to be irredeemably corrupt and the World Health Organization has a track record of getting everything wrong. It's more useless than your local council, but infinitely more expensive and infinitely more powerful. And YouTube and Google and Wikipedia believe everything they say. The second thing you should know is that Sir Patrick Valance is the chief scientific advisor in the United Kingdom. Valance worked for GSK between 2006 and 2018. By the time he left GSK, he was a member of the board and the corporate executive team. The fines and so on which I've listed took place while Valance was working as a senior figure at GSK. The last time I looked, Valance still held a big chunk of shares in GSK and what's the betting is down for a stonking great GSK pension. That was all taken from the book of mine, which is available free on both my websites. In my opinion, both GSK and the World Health Organization should be closed down, but I can pretty well guarantee that neither of those things is going to happen. On the other hand, I can equally guarantee that my videos and websites will continue to be suppressed around the internet and I'll continue to be vilified and attacked and lied about and libeled. The 77th Brigade and other assorted communists, fascists and nutters will press the thumbs down button on this video without bothering to listen to a word. How corrupt and moronic they are. It's their families too who will be affected. I can't have the comments switched on on this video, I'm afraid, because it'll be flooded with crazy adverts and the usual abuse from Lance Corporal Punishment of the 77th Brigade. I don't have time or inclination to waste time going through and deleting anonymous libels. I'm sorry about this, probably sadder than anyone. I did much appreciate the kind and constructive comments and thank you for those, but I hope you understand. Thank you for watching An Old Man in a Chair. Please subscribe to my channel on Brand YouTube and thanks as always to Mohammed Button, the Brand YouTube team, for providing the platform. For the record, this channel has not been monetized, none of my videos ever has been. There are no ads, no sponsors and no requests for funds on my videos or my websites. Don't forget to watch my friend Dr. Colin Barron, 
who makes amazing videos, always pertinent and always entertaining, and available here on Brand YouTube. Read thelightpaper.co.uk and visit iconic.com. Also visit awakenpages.co.uk and astandinthepark.org. All the links are available in the description box below. Please visit my websites, vernoncolman.org and vernoncolman.com. Vernoncolman.com is the old-fashioned site which contains hundreds of articles on animal issues and other things. You'll find free books on both sites. Finally, though it may feel like it at times, please remember you're not alone. More and more people are waking up. And once they wake, they don't go back to sleep. If we're going to win this war, then we have to fight it with determination, with passion, and with the truth. Distrust the government, avoid mass media, and fight the lies. And thank you for watching an old man in a chair. <laughs>